an Ironic Media production. Visit us at I-R-O-N-I-C-K media.com. All right. Today on the podcast, I have Jody Cohen, and she is a best-selling author, award-winning journalist, founder of Vibrant Blue Oils, and one of my very good friends. What I love so much about Jody is that she explains the science behind essential oils so well. She really makes it easy to understand, and she offers actionable steps to help you heal your brain and body. In this conversation, we talk about the five major factors that can compromise brain health, as well as what you can do right now to ease anxiety. To learn more about Jody, you can go to Vibrant Blue Oils. But for now, here is Jody Cohen. Let's get started. Welcome to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this show, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll hear incredible stories of transformation and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for well over a decade. My connection with energy is so strong, and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. All right, today on the podcast, I have Jody Cohen, and I am so excited to have her on the show. Welcome, Jody. Thank you for being here. Oh, my God. Thank you, Amy. It's always fun to connect with you. So, you just recently wrote a book that's called essential oils to boost the brain and heal the body. And I really want you to help break it down for people why essential oils are so helpful and transformative to our health. It's really all about balance, you know, physical balance, mental balance, emotional balance, and oils and plants can kind of work on all of those levels. Like anyone that's done a detox diet, they eat plants, right? Mm -hmm. Smelling, you know, your nose is actually the most direct access to the brain, which is why cocaine is inhaled through the nose. It's why they do anesthesia through the nose. No, it's kind of like how fast can you kind of get the remedy into the body? Right, right. The brain is hard to access. Like you can't even do chemo in the brain because the blood-brain barrier protects everything but super small fat-soluble molecules, and the blood-brain barrier is the thinnest in the nose. Yeah. So it helps. And, And when you smell something, it goes directly to kind of where where in the brain you concentrate, which is your frontal lobe. That's true. And then it also, and one of the things that you're amazing at, it helps to move emotions. Like most people, I think the, the root of a lot of problem is that people don't know what to do with their emotions. So they do nothing and they suppress them, you know, big girls don't cry, stiff upper lip, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so then, you know, that, um, that energy is stagnant in your field and then disease starts to kind of come in. So what oils really do is they move stagnation. They move physical, they move mental, and they move emotional stagnation. And that's really necessary right now. And, and what I tried to do in this book is really delve deeper and give people very actionable, very simple ways that they can kind of help shift that stagnation so they feel better immediately. That's what we need. I remember when I learned about essential oils and I was like, "Eh, I don't know. But then as soon as you dive into the research and then you use them, obviously, that also helps to increase your believing in it. I was so fascinated by the fact that in one drop of essential oil, there's 40 quadrillion molecules and all you need is one 
molecule to be, to communicate with the brain. Like that's incredible. That's why, you know, less is more when you're using essential oils, which, you know, cause you don't get a lot in a bottle, right? You know, if you're getting a five milliliter bottle or a 15 milliliter bottle, there's not a lot in there, mm-hmm. but you don't need a lot. And that's what I love about yeah. them. They're yeah. like little healers. <laughs> it can last, it can last a very long time. And yeah, they are, they're super small. You can literally carry them in your pocket. What are the five major factors that can compromise brain health? Yeah, it really is about kind of inflammation. And so you have to look at what is triggering inflammation. And that can be stress, your vagus nerve kind of being stuck in the wrong gear and stimulating a sympathetic fight or flight response. It can be stress from the hypothalamus that then communicates with the whole endocrine system, poor sleep, which Mm -hmm. then doesn't allow the brain to detoxify and heal. It can be There are toxins that are kind of in the brain that drainage downstream is congested and so it backs up so they're not leaving. And then it can just be that the immune system is overactive and kind of triggering chronic inflammation. Yes. Okay. I have a question for you. So a lot of people put essential oils on themselves and like, they don't really know what they're doing. So in your guide, you, you do you share where, where to put them? Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting because, you know, I've been using oils topically since 2012 and that's where I've been finding the biggest results. But if you look at the research, they kind of diminish topical application because what they're looking at is how does it get into the bloodstream? They're assuming that in order to have a full body effect, it needs to get into the bloodstream. So the the skin is thinner in the mouth and the capillaries are closer to the surface. Same with the nose. So that's getting into the blood pretty quickly. And what they're assuming is that it goes from the blood to the heart, then to the full body. And that's how you benefit the dermis, the skin. Even though things, anything you put on your skin gets into your bloodstream in 20 minutes, they were kind of looking at it more like, you know, if you've ever injured your knee and you put some kind of topical cream on it, you know, it makes your knee feel better, but it doesn't necessarily make your arm feel better. So they were like, oh, look, it only works locally, not systemically. Mm. But acupuncture, you know, or any kind of reflex point therapy, that is a full body highway. It's kind of like, you know, the endocannabinoid system. That's why CBD works because it travels down a different highway to access your full body. Reflex points do the same thing. And oils, especially stimulatory oils, can be used like an acupuncture needle and stimulate a reflex point and kind of carries the stimulation, again, breaking up congestion stagnation longer. So, there are very specific points that I've identified. Like, you know, an easy one is just if you feel right behind your earlobe on that mastoid bone, those are two reflex points. And I have a blend that I share all the ingredients, the recipe in the book, but it's clove and lime because what most people don't realize it's blends and specific application points. So you want to get things into the skin quickly, right? Clove tends to take 30 to 40 minutes to get into the skin just because the molecules are bigger. Hmm. Lime has the smallest molecules gets right into the skin. So when you combine them, it's kind of like when, you know, two great people have a kid. One is like (laughs) exceptionally brilliant and one is exceptionally kind. And the kid has, you know, is kind and brilliant. You know, when you combine something that's stimulatory and has small molecules, you get a hybrid that gets both. And so that can be used literally like a needle. Boom. You put it on, it gets into your skin. It stimulates that vagus nerve. It kind of helps your body shift into the rest and digest state and out of fight or flight. And you feel better immediately. 
That's awesome. I didn't know about that, about the combining of them and how that could be super beneficial. I mean, I, I know you have blends that are amazing and I've definitely, I tell you all the time when I find a blend that's really great, I'm like, can you take a look at this one? Because it's super special. And I love that point that you were describing because from what I know from energy healing is that sometimes like when we're nervous, we trace behind our ears, right? And that comes the fight or flight. But what you're saying is you put that oil there and then that does the same thing, right? Because it's, it's exactly right. Yeah. Cool. Exactly. So when you're talking about fast, this moves through the body, you're probably talking about frequency, right? Like the frequency of the oils. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. The frequency of the oils is what gets from cell to cell to cell so quickly. And that's really amazing. So tell us what, what can we do to like, okay, first of all, we have such problems with our brain these days, right? Like our brains are inflamed. Our bodies are inflamed. We're, you know, we have brain fog where there's all these new things coming up that are brain related problems. So what can we do to help detoxify the brain or the body or use these essential oils to boost our immune system or even improve our sleep? Yeah, I really dove into all of that in the book. You know, it's funny, there was a conference this weekend and Tatis Karazian, who's one of my brain gurus, basically said, if you can't get a remedy into the brain, it can't anti-inflame the brain. And then he went into great detail about polyphenols, of which like flavonoids are a constituent and oils are a constituent and how that actually gets through the blood-brain barrier. And just like it can heal the gut lining, it can heal the lining of the blood, blah, blood, blah. I can't even say it, blood brain barrier. <laughs> I did my audio recording and did that one without a problem, but today <laughs> it's kind of a multi-stage approach. And what I really look at is, you know, like if you, if your nervous system is always thinking it's an emergency, then it's really hard for it to calm down and kind of let the body heal. So that's what I kind of consider step one. And that point that I just showed you with the clove and lime, that helps literally gear shift you into the rest, digest, heal state of the nervous system. So that's really important because if your vagus nerve isn't signaling your body, that can lead to systemic inflammation. So that's step one, calming sleep hmm. is step two, because what happens when you're sleeping is it's a reset for your whole system, but your brain literally, you know, when you're awake, your brain needs to be alert and functioning. When you're sleeping, it can actually shrink up a little bit to allow more space for your lymph system with your glial cells of your brain, your glymphatic system to pretty much car wash and kind of clear out all the metabolic waste and, you know, just normal waste from day-to-day -day life, any kind of environmental toxins or metals that might be there. And then it drains down the side of your neck and basically, you know, you're shepherding the toxins out of the body. So you can use oils to help both fall asleep and stay asleep so that the cleaning action can actually happen. But then the neck is often the big bottleneck in the body. Right. You know? Yeah. I like how you would describe that in the book. Yeah. I, you know, I think of it like if you've ever been in the middle seat in an airplane between two linebackers, you know, <laughs> and you're like, where am I going to put my arm? You know, there's no armrest for me. Imagine being, you know, the lymphatic system and you've got, you know, the structure that can be out of alignment, the musculature, the vascular system, the nerves, anything that kind of inflames or congests kind of bumps into everything else. So if the lymph is overwhelmed, nothing is leaving. Right. The brain and it right. sits too long and can kind of infect other things. So 
oils are really good. They're good for wonderful many things, but they help to kind of move the fluid in the plants. That's one of the things they're known for and in a direction. Like most people don't realize the lymph is a one-way street, you know, it drains down one side, mostly the left side. So Mm -hmm. another congested point is the left clavicle. Mm-hmm. And the more you can help it kind of, you know, I think of that, what was that movie where they're like, we're moving, we're moving, you know, or <laughs> if you have kids, it's like, we're walking, we're leaving the house, we're not going back for a snack, we're getting in the car, we're not looking at the squirrel, you know, <laughs> it's, it's like constantly kind of making sure that things leave the body. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I remember when I learned intuitively, Spirit had said that 70% of the immune system moves through the left armpit. And I was like, Whoa. I so then I researched and that it was true. And I was like, wow, no wonder why sometimes I can tell when my lymph isn't moving well, because like I'll get soreness in that area. So it is really important to move that. One thing that I think we should probably back up and mention is that only recently have they really acknowledged the fact that we have lymph nodes in our brain, right? Like that there's a small lymph system that is helping to detoxify the brain, right? Yeah, that was in 2012 that that research came out. And it's really pretty earth shattering because that's, you know, a lot of the neurodegenerative diseases are just that the toxins get stuck in the brain. Like this is, I look at inflammation slightly differently. I see toxins kind of setting off the immune system and triggering inflammation. And I see that as as really the biggest problem, especially because I think it's really hard to make sure that toxins leave the body. And that's what kind of causes all of these problems. So in the brain, if the toxins aren't leaving, they're kind of triggering, you know, the immune system to chronically go off. They're triggering inflammation. So it's a combination. It's like triage, right? You need to kind of make sure that you're helping to clean out the toxins so they're not causing the alarm. Then you go in and you help to calm the nervous system, calm inflammation, calm the immune system. So you're doing many things at once. But if you're not, if, if the toxins aren't leaving because the neck is congested, it, it kind of, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you need to open those pathways up for sure. I, you know, so one thing that I've learned from energy healing and cell communication is that anything can break that down, like in terms of emotions or toxins or an injury. And if the communication is being broken down, you can imagine that if like, you know, you had little men up there trying to correct the situation, they'd be like, alarm, you know, we need help here. (laughs) Let's move this toxin out. So we need to give it something to be able to do that, you know, and I love that essential oils are these little energy healers are that go in or, you know, they help to scrub out the things that we maybe can't get to because they can get in places that we, not a lot of things can get there. Yeah. Well, and they, you know, they're so biofamiliar with us. And the one thing, cause it does sound a little bleak, you know, stress is additive and cumulative, but so is healing. Like I've noticed in, in myself and I'll share kind of what I do for anxiety, but I was always a really anxious kid, always, even before I really had real problems to be anxious about. And the more I use oils, the more I I notice I don't have panic attacks anymore. Like I, you know, everyone has hard moments, but I feel better suited in that moment to kind of work through it. So is this what spurred this book? Is that, you know, that, yeah, Yeah. because you use them to heal yourself. Cool. And, and you also had trouble with sleep as well at some point, right? Well, you know, it's interesting. Sleep and stress are really correlated because it's the same hormone. The stress hormone cortisol is supposed to work in tandem with the sleep hormone melatonin. You know, you wake up and you're supposed to have cortisol energy so you can wake up so you're not tired. 
And then as the day wears on, cortisol is supposed to wind down so that melatonin can, you know, go up because the body is designed to keep you alive. So if there's something to be worried about that you might die from, you don't want to fall asleep. (laughs) So, you know, when you're, when you're prone to anxiety, what is that? That's anticipatory stress. That's, you know, worrying about things that maybe aren't even an issue, Mm -hmm. but you're kind of generating these thought driven stresses that your body then responds to and releases these stress hormones like cortisol. So you've had a really long day, your body is so tired and yet your mind won't shut down. Mm-hmm. You know, you're worried about everything. So yeah, oils can be used to kind of help. If you think of a teeter-totter, cortisol is supposed to be low and melatonin is supposed to be high, but cortisol is high. So melatonin is released by the pineal gland, ideally in response to darkness in the middle of the brain. There are some oils that I, a blend that I've created that can kind of help the pineal gland naturally release melatonin. So it then kind of casually forces the cortisol down, which is really good for nighttime anxiety. Hmm. And what what's that blend called? That's our circadian rhythm blend. Oh, okay. Everybody knows lavender is great for sleep, pretty much. Is there another oil that is really helpful for sleep? Valium is derived from valerian root. Valerian root's great, but it smells like stinky feet. <laughs> Spikenard is another one that's great. Lavender is really interesting. It kind of, it's a little bit, it either works really well or it doesn't, but hmm. the way that I find it works the best for everyone is in an Epsom salt bath. Oh. So two cups of Epsom salt, one cup of baking soda, and then like three drops of lavender and use your bathtub as a mixing bowl hmm. to stir it into the salt before you add the hot water because then it won't float on the top. But there's oh, something right. about like, you know, the skin is the largest organ and the heat opens the pores and then the magnesium is in the Epsom salt and it kind of flows and it just kind of feels like a full body relaxation experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I absolutely love it. So, so valerian root is really helpful as well. And spikenard. And spikenard. Of, I've never even heard of that one. You know, a lot of the, it's really interesting when you start to look at the plant part and how it works in humans. So like the herbs are the plants with really deep roots like vetiver, spikenard, valerian root, ginger even. There, there's something very grounding about them. Totally, yeah. They really help you feel like centered. And we've talked about how a lot of times like kids that have focus issues, they just need grounding, you know, mm-hmm. sleeping, grand, grounding helps. Yeah, yeah. I mean, grounding helps basically anybody, but especially kids who have ADHD or, you know, autism or any of those other kind of brain degenerative things going on. I should say brain... Inflammation. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, you know, if you think about it, like it's really you, you can energetically detoxify. Like that's what when I'm having, when I'm hit the hardest with something, I just know I go in nature and I very intentionally try to just drain, drain all of the emotional stuff off of me. And that always, that's like my go to. That always helps me. If it's, pouring rain or it's been hailing in Seattle outside, I'll put like a grounding combination of oils on the bottom of my feet and try to do the same thing. You know, nature's best, but you can't always get outside. So that's the second best. Yeah. I remember when you told me about how rose essential oil can change you into the parasympathetic state. And I already kind of knew the power of rose and, you know, but I, and I felt it. But then when you told me about the research, I was like, wow, that is so cool. So smelling rose essential oil can put you in the parasympathetic. Is that 
correct? Oh, yeah. And it, it actually gets you out of, there's a lot of research that, you know, the olfactory receptors, your nose is the key to safety because you can smell food and water. You can smell predator odor. You can smell fire. It has immediate access to the part of the brain called the amygdala, which is really what kind of sets off anxiety and stress responses. The other four senses are routed to the thalamus first. So there are very specific odor receptors in your nasal pathway that are correlated with predator odor. The Seattle researcher did actually a ton of research and found, you know, the specific odor receptors correlated with predator odor. And then she took it one step further. What shuts them down? And it's smelling roses. So stop and smell the roses. There's a lot of validity to it because it totally. literally turns off your fear response. Wow. Isn't it amazing how we talk about energy, but we don't even realize it? Like we're talking about things that actually work for since I was a kid, people have been saying that. You know, I don't know how long it, people have been saying stop and smell the roses, but I'm sure a long time. Let me let me ask you a question because I know one of the other things that I find so interesting about essential oils is how they are adaptive to what your needs are. Can you explain about that? Yeah, there's a whole class, you know, people get very uh, persnickety about definitions, but adaptogenic herbs that we know are great for stress, you know, like licorice, roliota, ashwagandha, eleuthera. And what adaptive means is it meets you where you're at. For anyone that's ever done a 24-hour saliva test, you know, you spit in the tube and kind of check what your cortisol levels are throughout the day. It's never flatline. It's usually that it's supposed to be high in the morning and it's low in the morning. And so there are like glandulars and supplements that you can take that kind of try to bring it up or bring it down. But it's basically best guessing. You know, like, is it too low now? We don't know. We're going to guess. We're going to bring it high. Adaptogenic herbs just meet you where you're at. So if you're too low, they bring you up. If you're too high, they bring you down. They bring you back to baseline. And I think that's what all plants actually do. I think that's one of the reasons that plant-based diets work so well. So that's what I have found with oils is that they can kind of balance out the highs and the lows. You know, think of a, a, a singing group, you know, and the combination of their voices kind of balance and harmonize everyone out. That's really what what I love about blends is I feel like they're your support team, you know, yeah. Yeah, if you're definitely. having a great day, they make it even better. If you're having a bad day, they lift you up, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're definitely something that you can rely on, you know, whenever, because you can just have them in a drawer or keep them on you or something like that, which is really, really helpful. So tell me more about your book, because I know that when you order the book, you get access only for this month, I think, right, from the month yeah. of March to your essential oil class. And then what else do you get with your book? Because I know yeah, this we, we is definitely something that people are going to want to dive into. We know that the beauty of doing this for a long time is that I, I kind of put it out to my community and was curious, like, what are their questions? And a lot of their questions are like, show me the exact reflex points, you know, like, I don't really recommend ingesting oils. I don't think it's as efficient, but there are some specific stomach points that I point out in the book that I walk people through. And in the class, I go into more details. So you get a little mini class with more information. You get a couple of the checklists exerted, you know, like sleep can, you can, struggle to sleep for a number of, for four underlying reasons, you know, and I have a checklist in the book, but who wants to write in the book? So it's just really clean and clear that you can print out. I have a couple of the recipes actually exerted that you can print out. I really delve into more detail about how, where you apply the reflex points are sometimes more important than what you apply. And there's a really good foot chart that's exert, excerpt, I can't speak today, excerpt. <laughs> 
connected. But the the one thing with the book, I mean, we kind of talked about this. I think that sometimes people get very overwhelmed mm. with their health. And I think that when you're overwhelmed, you know, sometimes when you can't, when, when you've had a multitude of options, you tend to do nothing. And so I've really tried to distill it down. You know, if, if people are overwhelmed, the one thing I would say is help your body kind of drop into the parasympathetic state because that will make you feel better immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not sleeping, it's, it's basically eat, sleep, move, you know, let's help move the toxins out, shepherd them out of the body, you know, digest your food in a parasympathetic state and let's help you sleep. And those things I think underlie every health challenge. And when you can kind of sort those out for some people, it's like, oh, all my symptoms went away. Look at that. You know, for other people, it's like, okay, I feel better, but I still have, you know, these other things that I need to tweak. So that's really what I'm trying to do is to show people how you can use oils to really return your body to balance and look at the underlying symptoms, you know, underlying root causes more than the symptoms. Yeah, absolutely. The symptoms are just like a kind of a signal or a wake up call to that, that something's going on. And then you can use the oils as necessary. And I love that you really talk about the science in your book and then you give the actual steps and why. And like you said, the underlying causes for why people are usually not feeling well, which, you know, as you've mentioned, is the parasympathetic address the sleep, you know, move the toxins out. I think those are all really, really great suggestions. And there's various ways of doing each one of those and essential oils can help you do, you know, you can insert essential oils wherever you feel necessary in terms of meeting that criteria of rest, digest and heal, sleep and move. (laughs) So thank you for sharing all this. Is there anything else you wanted to say about the essential oils and how amazing they can be for you? Yeah, I think that if if you're nervous and you've never played with oils before, I'm going to share kind of what I do for anxiety. It's really simple. It's just smelling anything through the left nostril. So you can go to a local health food store, you know, just find one that smells good to you. Usually if you're attracted to it, that means it's good for you. And the reason that works is when, you know, different parts of your brain do different things. There's actually a whole branch of chiropractic known as functional neurology, where they're looking at what part of the brain is out of balance, how do we return that to balance. So when you're feeling really anxious, that tends to be your right forehead, your right frontal lobe that's overactivating. So the way to balance that out is to stimulate your left frontal lobe. And the fastest way to do that is to smell literally anything through your left nostril Mm because your left nostril travels directly to your left frontal lobe. So just take your right thumb, plug your right nostril, smell through your left nostril. It can even be oils are found in the peel of citrus fruits. Mm. You can peel a tangerine and just smell that. And it just will help you balance the two hemispheres and feel calm really immediately. That's a great suggestion. I didn't know about that. Thank you. You're welcome. I was just immediately thinking of all the things I could smell throughout the house. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anywhere that I'm at. I'm yeah. not necessarily with essential oils, but, you know, because sometimes we're not always with them. Yep. So thank you for sharing that. Is there anything else? I hope that if you've never tried oils, kind of to your point, when you understand how things work and how they can help you, it, you know, you're, you're more likely to do it. So I hope that you might consider it if you're already using oils and you're just looking for different ideas and recipes. I've, I've got tons of them. So thank you. Yeah. So where can they find you and where can they buy the book? 
Well, they can download a free chapter at boostthebrainbook.com slash gift, and they can find me at vibrantblueoils.com. Awesome. Thank you, Jody. Thank you. All content provided by Amy Stark and or her guests on the Stark Transformation Show website or other platforms, including text, images, audio, or other formats, are created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist. 